0: Hello and welcome to the Expat Partner Podcast. My name is Julia Mida and I'm a life and leadership coach, author and ex-expat partner. In this podcast, I will bring you ideas, inspiration and interviews so you can use this transformational time abroad to create a life that makes you happy and fulfilled. Welcome to the Expat Partner Podcast. My name is Julia Mida and I'm very happy that you are listening. As always, I would like you to get a little bit more easy into the podcast. So please close your eyes and take a deep breath. So welcome to the podcast. Today I have an interview for you with Marcy Miles. Marcy is from the US and her topic is self-care. And I find that this is a very, very important topic, but most people neglect it because they think that when they take a hot bath from time to time or um, get a massage, then this is self-care enough. But self-care is a lot more about your mind and your thoughts and how you're treating your mind and your thoughts in your daily life to take good care of yourself. And Marcy is, is explaining this um, really well in the podcast and she's giving a lot of examples from everyday life. So um, yeah, I really hope that you find it useful. And as always, if you want to let me know who you are and where you are in this world, I would be very happy. So. If you want to do that, please um, write me an email on the podcast at dreamfinder-coaching.de or um, message me on Instagram or Facebook. I would be very happy to hear from you and to get to know you a little bit better. But now, please um, enjoy the interview with Marcy. So I'm very, very happy to have Marcy Miles here today with me. And you are calling in from the U.S.
1: <laughs> yes, I'm actually very excited to to be on the podcast. I, actually, this is my first one. So, um, you know, you're going to get the authentic me.
0: Perfect. That's very, very good. And actually, that's, that's kind of our topic as well. Um, but you are right now, just to locate you a little bit, you are in Raleigh, in North Carolina, or are you... Yeah,
1: actually, I'm, I'm right outside of um, Raleigh. I'm in a little okay. town called Garner, um, but I'm really about 40 minutes away from the Raleigh-Durham airport.
0: Okay, good. But you're in North Carolina. Yes. <laughs> and again, we know each other from uh, Raleigh Coaching Academy, where I did my coaching training and you were one of the faculty members.
1: Yes, yes. yes. Beautiful group.
0: Yeah, and um, so the topic that we are talking about today, and this is really your expertise, and I witnessed this in, the, um, in, in my coaching training, is um, self-care. Mm-hmm. And this is such an important topic. And most people, when I talk to them about self-care, think it's, yeah, yeah, I'm taking a massage, and I'm, I'm, I'm going to take a, a bubble bath. And then I'm fine again. But that's not self-care.
1: No, it's not. It's it's amazing that so many people really um, attribute self-care to really what I call is personal hygiene. Um, everybody gets in the shower probably every day. And every now and then, it's a little bit of a splurge to get in the tub um, and just kind of relax and soak. But we all get our hair done. We all... Um, you know, get our fingers done and our toes done. And that's and what I call personal hygiene. But self-care is something that really energizes the mind. And that's what I think people miss as it relates to self-care, um, to really create an atmosphere that is going to um, give you a sense of peace and relaxation that really energizes your inner spirit. And so for me, Um, it's, it's interesting that we should even start out this way, but, um, I pretty much take a shower every day, but when we moved into this house, I wanted a spa tub with jets. And it had been like a year that I hadn't even gotten in the tub. And I was like, you know, this is like ridiculous. I said, this was one of the things that I wanted, something that would really relax me. And I have it right here in my house. And so I was like, okay, this is going to be a self-care day where I'm really pampering myself. And so I staged it. I had the music, the relaxing music going on, the candles going on. And I just really relaxed in the tub with the jets. And I was like, okay. And when I got out, I felt so relaxed and at peace and um, I felt fresh and clear. And I think that's what we miss um, as it relates to self-care. I go to so many different um, nail salons and especially when you're getting your pedicure people are sitting there on their phone they're checking their email and they're not even really noticing that they might be getting you know the leg massage and really taking all that in and so for for self-care I think a lot of us we just don't really understand what true self-care is and that has been one of the um missions that I've had for the past I guess three or four years now Is really helping people understand that um You know, there is a lot more to self-care and it's something that's needed, especially if you want to be your best self for others. Um, Imagine getting so stressed that you are really snapping at other people around you because you really haven't kind of taken a step back and energized yourself and giving yourself what you need. And really, no one knows what you need better than you. So that's kind of been my mission as it relates to self-care, really teaching people what it really is
0: mm-hmm and um so talking about self-care when um it's actually very funny so we had this interview scheduled for last week I think mm-hmm. and then on that day or the day before um we emailed and you said actually can we please reschedule because I've been running for five days in a row and I just can't anymore and I I wouldn't be my best self and I I I respect this so much, and I find it so wonderful that you know when to not do something and to Mm -hmm. take care of yourself and rather reschedule so you can be the best version of yourself when we speak.
1: Yeah, and what was interesting was that I had, um, when I teach, we teach Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, and usually I take Mondays off, and this particular week, I had something that I had to be at. You know, in Durham, first thing, um, eight o'clock that morning, I had things scheduled for Tuesday. And I just found myself that I I realized that I was just going and going and going all week. And I was probably cutting my day around, I was probably stopping around four or five o'clock in the afternoons. But what I was finding that um, when it came time for the podcast, I said to myself, I said, you know what? how am I really feeling right now? Am I really feeling at my best? And so I took some time to, um, to really think about really all that I had done, because I, I don't think when you're in the midst of it, especially women and, and moms, we get so um, bogged down with all of the external needs that people are putting on us, all the needs of our kids, the needs of our husbands, the needs of our job. And we just keep going and going and going and going. And I found myself in that loop a couple of weeks ago. And I was like, you know what? I need to take care of myself first. And I said, I need to refuel myself. And I said, I cannot be um, true to any audience that I speak to and be the real me. And I'm going to preach and teach self-care and here I am not taking care of myself and actually learning how to say no and setting boundaries is also a big part of self-care and I was like you know what let me just send Julia an email and just say you know I have been going and going and going and I'm not going to be at my best tomorrow you know you know, and to do this podcast and so um, I'm just going to have um, compassion for myself And just say, this is what I need and just be the voice for myself and and ask for what I need and not beat myself up about it. Um, Mm -hmm. That's another key. When we say no, typically what happens is we end up beating ourselves up about saying no. And so I really just ask for what I need and then I let go. And um, I really took some time to meditate and recenter and reenergize myself um, over the next few days after that. So I thank you for um, honoring my request and and being able to reschedule.
0: I think actually this should be a given because you I mean, it takes some courage to do that, um, to ask for that, Mm -hmm. especially as women, I think um to to um put ourselves first but it's when somebody does that it should always be a given that we we honor that request i think
1: well and i i i thank you for even saying that because a lot of people would uh, put pressure back on you to say oh you sure you can't do it or you know and and the thing is is that when people come to you and and say I can't because I'm not in a good place and knowing how to explain your needs is important when you're communicating or being or trying to say no. And a lot of times people will just say, no, I can't do it. And they don't give any, you know, rationale or reason. And it's not that it's something that's needed or warranted, but to help others understand where you're coming from. And I think that's very important. It's something that we don't, we don't, really know how to do because we don't really know how to say no and so we can get the no out and that's it and we just drop it and most people are gonna like well are you sure you can or you know maybe we can you know do something different and if you just explain where you're coming from um that really helps people understand and be able to accept it better Mm -hmm. and that's something that i've i've had to work on so it's not about setting boundaries and learning um getting the energy that you need within yourself to say no but it's also how to say no um, in a from a perspective in which you feel comfortable with
0: mm-hmm. but isn't it interesting that
1: saying properly no is a
0: form of self-care
1: it is and that's what people don't understand it is and the thing about it is that we some we're so accustomed to giving like I said earlier we're accustomed to giving and giving and giving. And what we don't recognize is that when we give so much, we're depleting our reservoir. And it's almost like a glass of water. It's like every, you can fill up a glass of water. And every time you give something, there's water going out of that glass. You're drinking it. And when you get down to the bottom and you're still saying yes to everything, you don't really recognize that you're really working from an empty reservoir. And you have to take the time to fill yourself back up because what you're doing is, is that you're probably getting by um, as far as whatever you've been asked to do, you're getting by and making it happen, but you're really not operating at your very best. And so people don't understand that sometimes in order for you to maintain your, be at your very best, you have to say no in order to re-energize yourself. And then the next thing is, is that we say yes to so many things that we really don't want to be doing, and that's also dishonoring ourselves. If we're saying yes to something that we don't want to do, and it doesn't even resonate with us, it's not something that's in our zone of genius. We are really probably not doing a good job at it. We're probably getting it done, but it's not the best job. And then also is that think about when you say yes to something that you should really be saying no to, you're probably taking an opportunity for somebody else that really wants to do the job or that really can do it and shine. And so really being self-aware of um, who we are, what we like, what we don't like, that's all part of self-care that people really, you know, they just not even take it for granted. They just don't realize it.
0: hmm and every time you say yes to something, you say no to a few other things.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, and that's the thing about it. When you say yes to something, there could be something coming your way that um, is really meant for you. But because you said yes to something that's not meant for you, you're deflecting that. And I'll use the example um, in. December, I decided not to transition with um, a company that I had been with for uh, 18 years. And I had so many connections. I was, um, you know, in upper management. The majority of the company, about 90% of the department um, was under me. And I just love my peers. I love my colleagues. I love the nurses that I work with. And so I had an event that happened Um, in the fall of the year, my sister passed away. And at that point I was like, you know what? I need to take care of me. And um, I've gotten the company in a good space. I've gotten, I've trained people that I can hand, you know, this particular big acquisition off to. And I feel good about it. And so my last day was um, December 31st, 2017 with them. And, this two months ago i think we were contacted i also teach part-time with Raleigh coaching academy and the academy was contacted by duke university to see if we had any instructors that wanted to teach and i was like yeah i'll teach because i wasn't working i'm just taking time and really taking care of me and um, my colleague was like well marcy does a little bit of a catch and i was like okay she says it's in china I was like, I'll go to China, and so and so that's what I I've been you know working, and that was what I was doing a couple of weeks ago, and I really needed to get some things um, in place. But had I said yes to transitioning with the company, I never would have been able to take advantage of this um, teaching opportunity in China, and that's. What I mean is that when we say yes to things that really aren't meant for us, we are deflecting other things. So had I said yes to that transition, I never would have been able to go to China. And I've never been out of the country before. I just got my passport. And let me me just add this in, is that I got my passport, um, I applied for my passport in March, March the 1st. I don't remember when it came in, but I remember coming back and telling my husband, I said, I've went ahead and... submitted the application so if you want to go somewhere you better go ahead and get your stuff done too he never said a word to me so on a Monday an envelope came in for him and um, he was just kind of laying in on the the chair and um, he kept looking at this envelope and I said oh you got your passport and he was like yeah I said so where we going he says well I don't know so that was on a Monday on Tuesday we got the call from Duke about the um the training in China. I went through that the whole interviewing process and I got the job within a week later. And so also when you're following your heart and following your gut and your own, you know, trusting yourself, things will begin to happen when you know that you are in flow with who you are.
0: That's true. Yeah. And it's amazing what can happen. <laughs>
1: Yes, I, you know, when when I submitted my application for the passport, I never even had any idea of, you know, if we were going to be going out of the country, even this year, and for it to happen the way it did, that is even more, um, you know, evidence that I am operating in flow and I am, you know, taking my taking care of myself in the process. Even getting the passport was part of taking care of myself. And so people just really don't understand, um, you know, trusting your gut and trusting your intuition is is very important as it relates to self-care.
0: Yeah, that's true. So you are an expert in self-care and you are totally in the flow and good things are coming your way because you are yourself and you're taking care of yourself so what if somebody took self-care for like, he, she said, okay, a massage is self-care. Mm-hmm. And now after listening to our interview, she's like, oh, it's not that, but how do I start? So how do uh, to take care of yourself.
1: I always say, um, go back to your childhood memories and thoughts. Think of things that you used to do that was so much fun that you just really look forward to. I remember growing up, um, my grandmother would get down on the floor with us uh, when we went to stay with her and she would get down and color with us. She would lay down on the floor. We had these big, huge jumbo coloring books out and i I saw that, I watched that, and I didn't know that that was self-care at the time. I just thought she was having fun with me. And so now the, the going thing now is these adult coloring books. and how many of us really take time to just color? And I was just so amazed that even after I had my um, my son, my my grandmother would keep my son and also my niece. And when we would go pick them up or drop them off, she would have the crayons and stuff out ready to get down and and color with them and have fun. And so go back to some childhood things that um, you really enjoyed. People don't really take time to read anymore and you can get lost in a book. And and I didn't recognize that either. I hated reading um, growing up, but now I can grab a really great um, mystery um, novel and just get lost in it and feel such a sense of peace. I feel like the stress is kind of floated away. But really take the time and um, experiment things that you used to do when you were young that you no longer do now. Mm -hmm. How many of us turn the music on in the kitchen and while we're in there cooking, dancing around and getting those endorphins moving? But it doesn't have to be the, it doesn't have to even be anything expensive, um, self-care is really what energizes you. If it is a nap in the evening, if it's something that you know that you really need, honor yourself and take a nap in the evening. Um, if it's, you need to figure out, I um, wanna learn a new craft. Some people, especially nurses, uh, really like to do things with their hands. And so um, for me, I, I recognize that growing up, every summer I learned some type of a new craft, something that I could do with my hands. And I found that after I got older, I kind of drifted away from that. And so over the past couple of years, I've gradually gotten back into that. And so I started scrapbooking and you can get lost in the paper, the color, the pictures, um, bringing back the memories of pictures, looking through a photo album and um, thinking of things that happened years ago or even last year, looking at pictures from your um, vacation trips but um jewelry making pottery things with your hands experiment um and and it again it doesn't have to be anything expensive it could be uh, just going for an afternoon walk um, mm-hmm. I do that actually yes going for an afternoon walk or a morning walk and and going for a mindful walk there's a difference is you know it's one thing to go for a walk um and you've got all these to-do lists going on in your head of things that you got to do while you're out walking. So you're, you're stressing about, Oh, I need to hear him get this walk over. Cause I got to get back to the house. You're not really enjoying the walk, mm-hmm. enjoy the walk, look at your surroundings, notice the leaves on the trees, notice the birds, notice the animals that you see, just really be fully present in that walk and not have your mind on something else. Because if you're focusing on, all the things that you have to do after the walk, then you're not really enjoying the walk. And the walk is not energizing you. Most likely it's probably adding more stress to you because you're stressing out about it. Also, I would like to add that whatever you decide to do for yourself, whether it's an afternoon nap, whether it's taking an hour to read a novel, whether it's getting your exercise in, um, do it with joy and do it with a sense of peace. Um, if, if you're going to beat yourself up after you've taken this time for yourself, then it really isn't self-care. You're really going to just completely negate everything that you just did that you want to call self-care. And you're going to just completely negate and it's not going to do you any good. You have to do it from a place of love and compassion for yourself because this is allowing you to be your best self for those around you.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay, so um, the first step is to look into your childhood and uh, look at things that you love to do and now do them again in, mm-hmm. um, when you're older and also other things that you maybe not enjoyed as a child but enjoy now.
1: Yes, then, experiment. Yeah,
0: yeah, find some new things. And then, um, so you start to know yourself better. Mindfulness comes in as well. So you do everything mindfully. Yes, and then what? Then you are, noticing, Well, it's, it's becoming more, or you're becoming more aware, or? Are you
1: become, you'll become more of w- aware of what you enjoy. And also, as you're doing these things, as you're experimenting, be fully aware if it's working for you or not. If you can get lost in it, then it's working for you. If you're sitting there stressing out about it, like, um you know, I, encourage encouraged my, my mom to color because I thought maybe her mom liked to color, but my mom was stressing out about, Oh, my coloring doesn't look like your coloring or, Oh, that's the wrong color. If it's stressing you out, then that is not self-care. That's, <laughs> that's just not self-care. And so, uh, being aware, if you're going to try new things, how you're feeling about it. If it's something that you in, you know, finding that you enjoy, then that might be something that you want to continue to incorporate. Um, if it's family time, if it's spending time with your grandkids or spending time with your kids, it might even be taking the time to cook a healthy meal for yourself. Um, but just being mindful while you're eating and really enjoying the food that you cook. But do it on a regular basis. Do something as it relates to self-care on a regular basis. I always recommend doing something daily. Mm-hmm. Daily seems to... Um, It tends to stress people out until they (laughs) realize that it doesn't have to be anything complicated. It doesn't have to be anything expensive. Um, It could be just taking five or 10 minutes to just get away Um, Steal away to yourself and take some deep breaths to just kind of um, get you in a more relaxed mode, get your mind, um, your juices flowing and just kind of free your mind of all the stress of the day. You could start the day that way or you can end the day that way. But you really should do some type of self-care daily. And again, it doesn't have to be, um, you know, anything long and drawn out. It's not something that you're going to spend hours and hours doing. Um, you can make it as simple as you want it to be. You can make it as complex as you want it to be. But whatever it is, it really needs to be something that you enjoy that really energizes you. Mm-hmm. Um, I, After I got married, my, my husband, he's a, he's a, a minister and um, he likes quietness. And my grandmother that I told you about that would get down on the floor with us and just color, um, she always had the music going in her house. And so we would come over and she's in the kitchen cooking, you know, a big meal for everybody. But she's dancing around in the kitchen. And and I realized that once I got married, I stopped listening to music and it hit me like three years ago. So now I just turn the music on. I don't care if he's in the house or not. There are times when I do respect his space, but um, I find that music was a big part of me growing up, and I didn't recognize how um, much I had strayed away from it. And so music, just listening to your favorite song or listening to some type of a, you know, jazz or something that really energizes you or uh, or something that relaxes you um, can even do it. So it doesn't have to be anything expensive, but it needs to be something that's personable for you. hmm
0: and what I found interesting is that, um, you said that you wanted this, this tub with the jets in it, um, when you got the house and, um, you hadn't used it in a year or so, but I'm sure during that time you daily practiced your, um, your, uh, self-care rituals for, for yourself.
1: Yes, I did. Um, and, and I'm glad you brought me back to that. Actually, um, I love coloring. I love listening to music. Um, I, I do scrapbooking. Um, I also do jewelry. Um, recently I got into aromatherapy and I started making soaps. And so I'm more of a hands-on, um, kind of girl as it relates to self-care, but just being able to create those things really just kind of energizes me because it's, I get joy out of seeing the finished product. And so, um, when we would go on vacations, I love going to bed and breakfasts that had the jetted tubs. And I was like, you know what, when we build our next house, this is what I want in my bathroom because I wanted to be able to feel like I could create that vacation environment if I wanted to. And, um, I hadn't realized that I just straight away, as a matter of fact, my husband started piling his clothes and stuff on top of it. And, and I was like, okay, this is not what it was meant for. So, um, you know, I, we, he and I actually had a talk and we both have been, um, taking more relaxing baths, at least like twice a month now. Okay. Um, That's still in the way some, some time. And I, I went, I went away Oh, a couple of weeks ago, um, one of my colleagues and I had gone to the mountains and I had called back to check in on my husband just to, you know, let him know we had gotten there safe. And, and he was like, oh, he says, well, I'm getting ready to relax. I got the water running in the tub. And I was like, oh, good for you. And so um, he's, you know, being a man, self-care is very important for men as well. And I'm glad that he's, he sees that, and he's taking the time for himself as well. But he and men, their their self care is a little different from ours. Um, I find that a lot of men, before they come home from work, they like to go somewhere where they can de stress um, and kind of energize them for the at home environment. And so, um, in talking with a lot of men, they would rather go to the gym before coming in, you know, instead of coming directly home. Um, my husband, he you typically comes home and he just likes to sit down and get like a quick nap. Um, and that works for him. I come home when I was working um, outside of the house, I would come home and I'm literally walking through the door getting dinner done. Um, after dinner, I'm, you know, washing clothes, trying to get the laundry done. And so everything is like nonstop until it's time for me to go to bed. And at that point is when I would do some uh, meditation and just really focus on um, mindfulness and mindful meditation. But um, self-care is very important for men as well. I don't think that they recognize it, but um, it is.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, what I found uh, very, to be very important for me as well, that was something I needed to learn was, for example, I'm taking a walk every day and I'm, um, it's a mindful walk and I'm thinking about things, but I'm also exploring nature because I love to do this as a child. Mm-hmm. I, I really get lost in it. Uh, so all my pictures, pictures on Instagram are from the forest. Oh, Okay. <laughs> um, um, and I'm also doing for this podcast little mini episodes uh, where I just have, um, I call it forest inspiration, where I just sit down and um, talk about for a few minutes um, what I'm thinking about and like a little inspiration for the day. So, mm-hmm. so the forest is really, really good for me. But um, I'm living in a small town and... Uh, there are other women around, and in Germany it's very common that they have um, uh, uh, parental leave so for a few years. Okay. So many of them are at home or they're working part-time. Mm-hmm. And they see me going to the forest every day and walking there. Mm-hmm. And it, it, in the beginning, I always needed to explain myself that it's important for me that I need need to take care of myself because I'm a life coach and I need to be like, I I need to be my true authentic self and I can be that when I'm every day in the forest, but I always explained it. And then at at one point I felt like, I don't need to explain this. If I need this, I don't care what other people think about it. Mm -hmm. And that was, it was so hard to learn because I always felt judged. I, I don't even think they judged me. But I felt judged. I felt so guilty that I did this. Mm-hmm. Um, but to really accept that it's part of my job as well to take care of myself because otherwise I can't be a good coach for my clients if mm-hmm. I'm not really taking care of myself. And the same goes for um being a mom, for example. How can you be a good mom if you don't you're not taking care of yourself? Yeah. So Yeah.
1: And and the thing about that is what we don't realize is that our children are watching everything that we do. And so um, when we are going, 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 and going, um, that's what we're teaching our kids, that they can continue to go, 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 and go without taking a rest. And as I'm saying this right now, what's coming up for me is that um, when your kids get cranky or, and they've been up for a long time, usually the mom says, oh, it's time for you to get a nap. You needed some time to rest. And we don't recognize that the same goes for us that when we continue to go, go, and go, we get cranky, and we think it's okay, and then we we we'll go to sleep at night, but we really haven't energized ourselves, and we're having our kids to take those naps in the middle of the day. Um, just like my husband, he comes home, and he gets him a, you know, a quick 30-minute nap, and then he's fine. But um, we just need to recognize also that our kids see what we do. And when they see us taking care of ourselves, we're teaching them as well. um but we can easily recognize what others need to do instead of what we need to do and so that's also uh, very um important as well because we're we're quick to um recommend and um you know tell others what they should be doing and from a coach's perspective you know that that is not our role and responsibility but that is what a lot of people do and instead of just taking some time to reflect on what we need um our own selves and a lot of people don't spend time with themselves um to spend time with meditating for some people is very painful and it doesn't have to be where you're sitting there and everything is silent but really spending time with yourself to to um Figure out what it is you want, what it is you uh, want more of in your life and what it is you need in order to really energize yourself. So those things are very important as well. And you don't have to explain yourself to to people, um, Mm. especially when you're very comfortable in um, knowing who you are and being your authentic self. If they want to ask questions and you want to explain it from that perspective, but to have to justify Um, why you're doing what you're doing that's that's something that I think um, some kind of story that we're making up in our head that we need to tell these other people so we won't be judged but that's not the case Mm
0: -hmm. so um what is I mean self-care never stops right? Mm -hmm. it's not something that you accomplish and then you're done Right.
1: No. And that is evident. My um, grandmother lived to be 76 years old. Um, and again, she had great grandkids, um, but she loved playing games. She loved getting down on the floor and calling with them. She loved music. Um, my grandmother and my grandfather used to dance all the time. Um, she always had her music going uh, when we would come over there. So, I learned a lot from her and I didn't even recognize what she was teaching me at the time. I I just thought that that was just something that she loved. But in looking back and reflecting back on it now, I realized that that was a form of her self-care and, um, she, she made sure that she got that in every day, Mm -hmm. every day. It was not a day that went by that she didn't have music going. Um, and and that was her love she really she would not she wouldn't compromise it Mm
0: -hmm. so how if you could describe a person who has really mastered self-care and practices in a really good way and when this person is really his or her true authentic self how does this person look what does what does he or she do
1: I think that they are um hmm well I think that they they are happy I think that they are pretty much non-judging the world outside of them um I think they come from a place of authenticity uh I think they come to the table on any project with this sense of joy and um and and you don't find them to be overly stressed. And I'm not saying that they don't ever get stressed out, but because they do self-care, it helps them manage the stress. And um, that's one of the things that's very important. People can, it's easy to say, oh, this is stressing me, or oh, I'm stressed out, or oh, I'm overwhelmed. But when you really set your boundaries, when you give yourself the space that you need for the self-care, you you don't have the same level of stressors that people that don't take care of themselves have. And, um, and I think that is very evident in their communication with each other, their interaction with each other, um, the sense of peace that they have in their families and even in their relationships. Mm -hmm.
0: That sounds really good. (laughs) So as a last question, um, what is a little, um, like a first aid exercise um, when you're really stuck in your everyday life and everything seems to be, oh, uh, that you're not yourself. What can you do as a little, small exercise?
1: This you know? is going to sound completely crazy, but just breathe. Just really taking an opportunity to settle in a chair somewhere. Get, get to yourself yourself. Um, Just find yourself just a little bit of uh, privacy and just a little bit of space where you can just kind of settle in and take some deep breaths. Um, Feel the inhalation of your breath in and the exhale out. Um, Think of uh, when you're exhaling out, you're letting go of all the stress or whatever you're dealing with at the moment. Um, And just, you know, just kind of be there, be present with yourself figure out what you're feeling. Um, Be intentional about it, what you want to let go of. When you go into that space um, and it's just you and you want to come out different on the other side, be intentional about how you want to come out on the other side. I want to be able to let go of whatever it is that I'm feeling. I want to be able to let go of the stress. I want to be able to let go of the heaviness that I'm feeling. So make sure that you Take those breaths, get focused, not think about why you're upset or why you're stressed out, but just think about being able to let that go. So you can come out of that space from a fresh perspective um, and feel a little bit of energy to be able to tackle whatever it is you have to go into. And again, it doesn't cost you a thing, just a little bit of time. And just a little bit of focus and intention. And that's a great place to start. And once you incorporate that, especially if you find yourself in situations that you're really feeling overwhelmed and stressed, um, once you figure out how to manage that, then start looking for other ways to um, energize you that you really enjoy. Um, That that one minute of breathing or five minutes, however much you can afford, is just going to help. Alleviate some of the stress that you're feeling, um, and it's going to dissipate. But it's not going to really energize you the way you probably want to be energized. And so, really start exploring. Um, I've had ladies that used to journal and get their thoughts on paper either in the morning or in the evening, and they stopped and. Um, after talking with me about self-care and they come, you know, I used to journal a long time ago, but I don't do it anymore. I think I'm going to start back. And they're so excited. And I had one um, client that said to me, I even had a journal that I bought myself years ago that I never even used. And so when I went back to my bookshelf, I found the journal. And so she was so excited that she had started back journaling. Or, you know, a book that you purchased and never got to read. Don't wait for vacation to to start reading or don't wait for vacation to experiment with something fun. Do something fun for yourself every day, something that will energize you. If it's sitting down and making yourself a cup of tea in the afternoon or a cup of coffee in the afternoon or, you know, every now and then, treat yourself to a dessert, you know, but do something that really energizes you. And so start with breathing and then expand out.
0: That's perfect. Perfect last words <laughs> for the interview. Thank so, you. Um, Marcy, where um, can people connect with you in case they want more of your self care expertise?
1: Oh, wow. So, you can find me um, on my website. Um, my website is coachingcom And I know that is hard to spell, so I'm hoping that you will write it somewhere, but it's Saletta Coaching, C E L L E. T-T-A coaching.com.
0: Perfect. And so people can connect with you and, um, yeah, get more of this self care because it's really important that everybody incorporates it into their lives.
1: Yes. And I also have a Facebook group as well. That is, um, is my authentic self care. And it's a group of ladies that really focus on self care and want to, um, you know, continue to encourage each other to take better care of themselves and energize themselves. And if we have any uh, nurses in the group, I also have a self care for nurses Facebook group. So if you if you're a nurse in, in Julia's audience, um, please feel free to find me on Facebook as well. Um, and I'm Marcella Miles on Facebook. So
0: perfect. I will link to it in the show notes. Okay, perfect. Perfect. So Marci, thank you so much for the interview. It was wonderful.
1: Thank you. Thank you. I really enjoyed it. And so um, I hope that I have encouraged everybody um, as it relates to self care and how important it is. And again, if you have any questions, please don't hesitate to reach out to me or even Julian. So thank you for having me on.
0: Thank you. This was the Expert Partner Podcast with Julia Mita. Thank you for listening. If you want more information, on how you can create your dream life, please visit my website. You will find it under www.dreamfinder-coaching.com. There you will find all information and links for this and other episodes. You can also find me on Facebook and Instagram, and I would love to connect with you there. If you have questions or feedback for me, or if you have any idea for a topic that I can cover for you in this podcast, please email me under podcast at dreamfinder-coaching.de. I wish you a wonderful day and please enjoy your life.